0: and welcome to episode 58 of the most downloaded Denver Nuggets podcast in English hosted by a 40 plus year old host from Serbia among the population between 18 and 35 years old and with a college degree or higher. Welcome to the DNVR Nuggets' Serbian Corner. My name is Miroslav Cuk and I have a confession to make. August is my favorite podcasting month because there is no real Nuggets related news, so it forces me. To be my most creative version and go places no normal human being went before i guess our favorite nugget pj dozier signing for partisan belgrade can be considered news in august i'm a partisan fan but i love pj so i wish for him to have an awesome season in the euroleague so he can come back to the nba where he belongs i wish him good health and rilko obradovic coach of partisan who is the best european coach of all time will take care of the rest. The FIBA World Cup is still happening, so I'll just let you know that Serbia has played its first two preparation games. They have beaten the Adetokounmpo Greece, um, Tanasis Adetokunbo Greece that is, and of course lost after having a 17 point lead against Italy. The level of play was as good as you can expect from a team that, with no point guards and no number one players in the world. The list of players that won't be able to play due to injury and other reasons also becomes longer every day. So, expect a very laid back World Cup news from me in the next month or so. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm going to be insanely emotionally invested in every game. So, I probably should seek help. The good news is that uh, today, Nikola Topic, the MVP of the FIBA under 18 years old European Championship, joined the senior team and will be a candidate. For the final twelve, remember that name. Well, actually, remember that last name since the Nikola part you already know pretty well. Nikola Topić. I'll be in the arena next Wednesday when Serbia plays Puerto Rico in Belgrade, so expect some kind of report on your X feeds. Again, this is not this is what we used to call Twitter feeds. Alas, we don't anymore. Just don't look at the for you tab. There is nothing there. Okay, it is time for me to introduce my panel for today. First, one of my most frequent guests, a former host of the most artistic Nuggets podcast of all time called The Dig, also a writer for the Denver Stiffs, a super nerd and the inceptor of the Nuggets haiku, but most importantly, my good buddy, it's Nick Herzog. Nick, how is our treating you?
1: Good, man. So is... Nikola, the most common name in Serbia? Because <laughs> I'm, there's I'm, a, we have Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jovic, Nikola Topic now. Yes, is this who the new guy yes. is? Yeah. Or just yeah, for basketball, just for seven footers. Actually,
0: actually, traditionally, it is the most common Serbian uh, first yeah. name. I'm not sure if it is still, because there are some more modern names nowadays. Not sure about that. I will have to double check that. But definitely, yeah, yeah. throughout history, Nikola is like top three name. Throughout the, the the history of Serbian names. So yeah,
1: yeah. Nicholas is common in English too, but probably not quite as common as like Michael or I don't I don't know what the top list is these days, but yeah, five, so four or five that are more more common. I was just curious. I'm so getting I all a, these Nicholas confused.
0: I have a philosophical question for you. So mm-hmm. we've been waiting for the Nuggets championship for so long. I mean, you've been waiting for it for much longer than I did. And now that it happened, I
1: wasn't really waiting to be honest. That (laughs) never really crossed my mind that it it was even possible, yeah, (laughs) until uh, you know, maybe starting like three years ago. So, so so
0: now that it happened, does it live up to the hype of you know, wanting to be a champion now? And now that you are, does it feel special?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I I think it's been more fun, you, you know producing receipts and <laughs> and uh and taking victory laps all summer than i think the actual championship i i think the championship itself is going to be something i appreciate more over time uh it like i i went back and re-watched game five uh, a couple weeks ago and uh watched some of the documentary stuff that's, that's been put out now to me that's what really gets me like emotional and nostalgic for the for the time um and i had a uh, i've mentioned this before I had kind of a tough year so uh this was just like a perfect year for me to have uh some good some good stuff to watch and um so I'll always have that connection emotional connection with this with this team but just from a straight like enjoyment standpoint there is nothing more fun than dunking on Philly fans right now it's just it's it's made it's made the whole championship worth it um and I want another one just so I can do this every summer
0: Yeah, you mentioned it. You had a tough year and then this was like perfect timing for you. And that's probably the most underrated part of it. Like people are actually getting joy and happiness into their lives, you know. And there are people that have been waiting for it for 40, 50 years and and thought they would never, you know, uh, uh, they wouldn't be alive when that happens. And then when it happens, that's really 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 joyous for
1: me for me personally it was a time where i was feeling really like just kind of cut off from like any kind of social connection or circle and so being able to connect with like nuggets fans all over the city during that whole period just really was awesome for me for me personally and something i'll never forget
0: excellent okay another returning offender he is among the biggest movie buffs in the Nuggets Nation, also a big basketball numbers guy, and a big believer in the DC Universe over the Marvel one. Always ready to fire off some good Nugget takes, it's Mr. Jordan Scott. How hey, how's you it run?
2: going to be yourself, Nick?
0: Hey. What's going on in, in Colorado Springs? Oh, uh, not a
2: whole lot. Just a lot of rainy weather still, so...
0: so i'm gonna put you on the spot here give me your favorite three non-japanese movies you've watched this summer and i had to frame it this way so you don't just give me three akira kurosawa movies because i yeah
2: yeah that's that's a tough one um there's been some good ones coming out this year um i really enjoyed oppenheimer um mm-hmm. i'm a big christopher nolan fan too so that's always going to be up there uh uh, probably across the spider verse. Um, and then kind of a surprise one for me was a uh, the movie Tetris with uh, Taryn Edgerton. Uh, just really surprisingly intense movie about the making of Tetris, like <laughs>
1: so oh, yeah, I've had that on my list for a while, so I'm glad to hear another recommendation this one I would wanting to
0: watch.
2: yeah, it's like a geopolitical thriller, but it's about Tetris.
1: <laughs> wild. It's amazing. yep
0: so Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard some stories about the guys that that actually made it and never got any money off of it. So yeah, I I have to watch it as well. That's that's really well. well he has really now
2: because yeah,
0: it's cool. It's a cool story. Many years later, excellent, yeah. excellent. Like the okay, 90s and last but not least, making his Serbian corner debut, he is an actual journalist, a chief editor at this SB Nation's Real Madrid site called Managing Madrid a long-tenured Nuggets diehard, and also a Nikola Jokic superfan. Calling from Valencia, Europe, it's Lucas Navarrete.
3: Hey Miroslav, hey everyone, how's it going? Right. Happy, happy to meet you, happy to be here.
0: It, this is actually the first time we are, we are talking uh, head-to-head, so it's, it's always very fun for me uh, to, to see this. Tell me, when did you become a Nuggets fan?
3: Interesting. It happened pretty much at the same time I actually became an NBA fan as well. I've always liked basketball, but, you know, when I was a teenager, so 14, maybe 15 years old, which is like 17 years ago. um, And I, you know how Europeans go, Miroslav, we need to have a team to support (laughs) in order to become invested. So I kind of decided uh, to pick the Nuggets because I I really like Carmelo. Carmelo's game, you know, his jump shot and his shooting motion was so, so beautiful to watch. And uh, I was in between the the Timberwolves and and the Nuggets, happy to to pick to have picked the the Nuggets back then. And obviously, sticked around after after Carmelo left. So yeah, that's how I became a Nuggets fan. Oh, you dodged a bullet! Whew. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It's a tough one, for sure. <laughs> Can not imagine my world and my life now being a Carl anthony Townsend Joy oh, instead man. of a Nikola Jokic one? Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> that would be tough. I, I am actually pretty hard on Carmelo for many years, you know, talking yeah. about him like an inefficient scorer and stuff like that. But his contribution to the Nuggets world is huge because so many people started actually watching the mm-hmm. Nuggets because of Carmelo. So, so kudos to him for that. So tell me you are the real madrid fan right Mm -hmm. and that's the european version of los angeles lakers with 14 you know would you say (laughs) so though champion (laughs) leagues you know i lean
3: towards i lean towards the celtics a little bit more maybe i i agree (laughs)
0: with that because they had five consecutive ones in the 50s and that (laughs) correlates to to the celtics really well but they're actually actually really really good in the last 20 plus years as well right
3: yeah, yeah, we've had like a second golden era, no pun intended, <laughs> as in Real Madrid, and uh, yeah, happy to have been covering the the team for the last decade or so. I've I've happened to cover I know, four four Champions League tro- no five Champions League actually uh, titles already and uh, it's definitely been, it's definitely been fun being a part of of this also in in basketball we're we're talking football here but in the in the basketball side of things we've done uh, pretty okay as well under under Pablo Lasso who is now now gone unfortunately I was a big fan of his and uh, yeah a bit sad now that he's gone but uh, obviously, is still happy to see the the, the veterans uh, kicking some ass in in the EuroLeague. Yeah.
0: Okay, so before we start with the with the official segments for today, I just wanted to to ask you a quick question about the the Nuggets rookies. The Nuggets got three rookies this season after they got. You can say three of them last year as well with Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. And we also expected more from, from Colin Gillespie, I guess, because we were used to ha- having to play the two-way guys much more in the past than, than this last year. So, Nick, was it surprising to you for Calvin Wood to go that route and just draft three more rookies, even though they're older guys than yeah. usually?
1: I mean, going into that, offseason I thought I thought we'd get you know some kind of a veteran you know more of a veteran presence like Justin Holiday. you know was kind of a a, a good uh pickup there for that kind of a role just like an older guy who can um you can play some D and kind of slot in in some different roles but um in like now looking back at what they did I think it makes a lot of sense because just with some of the salary cap issues that they're going to be running up against I, I think you need to be constantly replenishing with young cheap guys i don't i don't think you want to get yourself in a situation where you're just um you know constantly having to uh to juggle big money contracts around um with with like veteran minimum contracts and stuff so uh yeah and i like so i like the strategy of picking older college players though um which also seem to be deliberate uh, so that these guys you know these aren't project players as much as you would you would maybe have seen from like second round picks in the past right you, you, you take a flyer on um a, a guy with maybe some issues but you can develop that's not what they got here they got guys who they think they they can get slotted in quickly
0: yeah Jordan how how bad do you think that Vlatko injury will affect the Nuggets roster construction for the next season
2: uh, I think it's Loki, a pretty big deal. Um, it's he's one of those guys that, like, with all the youth they have, he just seems like a low mistake guy that might have found himself a role in even in the playoffs if the younger guys didn't work out, and they just don't have that anymore. He seemed more like a safety net, like you know what you were getting from him, and you got it pretty consistently. And now it's just not there. So
0: I, I would actually say that he was a safety net for Zeke Naji to be mm-hmm. honest, because it was probably gonna be one of those guys for the playoffs for sure i mean you know the Mm -hmm. the rookies are on on a smaller side comparing to vladko and and zeke so that 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 was actually my my biggest concern about i mean of course i'm i'm super sad for for latko who might lose his nba status because of this but uh, yeah roster construction wise it's it's a, a huge and really good safety net we lost with him, Lucas, tell me: Do you expect the Nuggets to be better in the regular season next season, comparing to last one, or worse?
3: Interesting. I, th- I, I think it kind of depends on how pressure they are from other teams. I think they'll be battling for seeding, as uh, I guess. How many games did we win? Like 56 or something in that range, I think? 52 maybe? Yeah, a little lower.
0: Not not very Uh, high.
3: I lean towards worse, maybe. I think that, you know, they have what it takes. The players probably know that they have what it takes to succeed in the playoffs, so they probably lay back a little bit in the regular season. I have to be honest, knowing Jokic, I don't think he'll take the first 20, 30 games of the regular season very seriously. Okay. So... Um, um- and also incorporating the rookies might be tough during that stretch of the of the of the regular season. So I lean towards worse, maybe, and that probably you know moves the Nuggets back to the third uh, spot in the in the Western Conference, maybe something like that. And obviously that means uh, tougher opposition in the playoffs. But uh, I think they can they know they can get it get it done if they avoid injuries and all that. So my answer would lean towards uh, a little bit worse, maybe.
0: Okay, we'll take a short break and then we'll return with our first game. Okay, we're back. Enough small talk. Let's get down to business. Some of you know of the Miroslav theory, which says that whoever you predict to have the most points per game in the nu- for the Nuggets next season, the right answer is always Nikola Jokic. Don't try to be cute. <laughs> This inspired me to make this first segment with a catchy name, 2023-2024 Nuggets Predictions. It's really catchy, right? Okay, so let me just take this logo off so we can see everything. Nope? Okay, that's better. So, question number one for each one of you. So... Who will have the most double doubles? And this is Jokic excluded because last year he has he had fifty-eight double doubles, so I'm guessing nobody will top that. So okay.
1: Yeah, I think that's a safe assumption. <laughs> yeah. So
0: who, who will be the next on, on this list? So let's start with Lucas.
3: I have to guess A G. I, it's easier probably to get rebounds in AG's spot than, than Murray. I expect uh, AG to be more consistent with his rebounding than Murray with his uh, playmaking. Also because obviously the main playmaker in the in the team is Jokic. So i will in I lean Gordon. I don't want to, to get my to give my answer to too long.
0: Okay. AG for you. Uh Jordan? I think we oh, no. might this go is like an official record yeah this this is gonna oh. hit the twitter so oh good, so be careful <laughs> all right <laughs>
2: uh i think i might go michael porter jr on this one
0: oh, um, this is i just spicy. think there's a
2: chance he he gets more time on with the bench than like ag does and there'll be more rebounds available there
0: that's the i i like this this is this is really spicy okay nick
1: yeah no i actually agree i was I was gonna say MPJ also um I think his ability to consistently score over 10 a game is probably and, and I think the rebounding is probably pretty matched. Um but AG AG will have periods where he doesn't he doesn't really rack up the rebounds. It's kind of an odd part of his game, actually. I'm surprised he doesn't board a little bit more than he does. But um yeah, I think the big question here is will MPJ stay healthy enough to win in total? I, I think he'll I think he'll probably edge out ag in uh in average but maybe not in total
0: yeah i will i will have the spiciest take here i think jamal will have the most double doubles Mm -hmm. i think he is ready to deliver like 30 10 plus assists games this season and maybe a couple of you know double digit rebounds as well so so i'm not gonna put my name on this list because i i only (laughs) want you guys to be ridiculed uh forever (laughs) on internet okay Mm -hmm. Back to Lucas. Who will have the best assist to turnover ratio? Now, I want to help you with this because Mm -hmm. because last season, best was Jamal with 2.76. Jokic was second with 2.74. Reggie Jackson, 2.63. He didn't play a lot, but he will be on the team this season. KCP was 2.13 and Gordon was 2.07.
3: I think Jamal does a pretty good job of taking care of the ball and we Mm -hmm. all expect him to take a leap this season. So I, I take Jamal.
0: This is a really optimistic take because the Nuggets are going to be really, really good if Jamal improves on his, uh, on his uh, ratio. Okay. Jordan.
2: Uh, I think I might just go Jokic on this one. Uh, I think there's a chance (laughs) you see Jamal uh, take on more of the, uh, on ball playmaking stuff at the bench, and it'll just lead to a few more turnovers.
1: So, excellent, Nick. Jokic, yeah, Jokic has to work on something this offseason. He's running out of things to work on, so um, maybe cutting down turnovers is what no. he, he is working on.
0: He's working on his singing a lot, so oh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, actually, uh, though I was gonna say Murray also.
0: Oh, Murray, um, sorry, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. no, it's okay. okay.
1: I know I made it, I I made it sound that way, but uh, I, I no, I think uh. I agree with you. I think we see Murray's star star turn um, this year. That's kind of one of my big predictions. Is, is, this, is this is the year he breaks through as an all-star. Um, and I think uh, cutting down on turnovers would, would help him with that for okay.
0: sure. Okay. Uh, Lucas, who will have the most total blocks? Last season, interestingly enough, Gordon was first, but he was tied with Bruce Brown at 51. I, I wanted to mention Bruce because he's really high on some of these mm-hmm. lists. Jokic had 47, so only four less. KCP, 35, and MPJ, 29.
3: We're talking total blocks, so we're total not blocks. saying blocks per game. No, no, total mm. blocks. Okay. Uh, I'm, stick to, I'm sticking to Gordon, I guess. Again, I think he's pretty pretty available all the time. So Jokic obviously doesn't jump very high. I, I think it will be close. Jokic can, can can get it done, but I, I stick to AG.
0: Okay. Jordan? Jordan?
2: All right, I'm going to try something a little spicy. I'm going to say Christian Brown.
3: Woo! Oh, wow. I thought you were going to go with Watson when you said the spicy <laughs> <laughs> ah, <I just laughs> one. You, think... you went even farther, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, he's. I just think Christian Brown's going to get more minutes, and he's just so aware of where he needs to be on the court. Like, he finds himself in positions to get to blocks a lot. It's just getting them now is going to be the next step.
1: So,
0: I love this. I love this, Jordan. Okay, Nick. Oh, Jordan. Yeah,
1: he keeps he keeps playing my hand right before me. I'm <laughs> I'm going Christian Brown too.
0: Yeah, good, good. You 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 are allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. I I really like this pick because, yeah, I I think Christian Brown last year played like in seventy eight games, something like that. Really, really a big number of games. So if he increases his, uh, his no, actually it was Bruce Brown that played seventy eight games, but but Christian Brown was really. Close yeah, time. we
1: were all pulling our hair out for the first half of the year because Malone <laughs> wasn't getting Brown in enough. But.
0: Yeah. Okay. Lucas, who will have the most total steals?
3: I'll go with Brown here. His increasing okay. minutes, she'll be, she'll be pretty high. I, I, in that regard, she'll help him a lot. I think he has good instincts. So I I go with him. Jordan?
2: It's a tough one. Um, I might go... I might just go Jokic here. Like, I think it's going to be him or Christian
0: Brown. Oh yeah, I, I should have helped you with this one. Actually, last season it was KCP who was the leader with 112, Jokic 87. He was tied with Bruce, actually. Jamal 66, Gordon 54. So, if you want to change your <laughs> calls, this is the chance.
1: No, he no, he's locked in at Jokic, because that's what yeah, I was no, going to say again. I'll, I'll go two, <laughs> and now I'll go with KCP. Woo! There you
3: go. <laughs> I look I like went... a Jokic hater already in this chart, man. I'm not picking Jokic in any, in any of the category. Just, well, to be, of these... just to be clear, I'll show the shirt. I'm not I'm a Jokic hater. Well, a lot of
2: these, these questions are all dependent
1: on the next one here. So, can... like... <laughs>
3: Hold on. I,
2: yes. it's you now have
1: now... You've made me fascinated by the idea of somebody who's like a huge Nuggets fan, but like they're like not really in on Jokic. They're just like mm. <laughs> like I, I he's overrated. Like, who is that? Is there, does that guy exist? Does look it person yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, Jordan is right. This is the probably the most important question here. Who will play the most games? So last season, Bruce played in 80 games, KCP and Christian Brown 76, Jokic 69. Gordon, 68. Jamal and Porter, 62. So, Lucas, you're on the spot.
3: I'm going to say Brown as well. Swiss Army Knife, his minutes, you know, he's obviously his body is incredible in that regard. I'm going to say Brown.
0: Gordon?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be Christian Brown too. Um, I could see him being one of the Ironmen, 82. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just see that being his role because Malone's going to want to see what he's got with him for a full
1: season, so...
3: I agree. I agree. Yeah. he's kind of forced actually to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I I totally agree too. But let me just to mix it up. I'll say Aaron Gordon. I think he could he could probably play pretty much every game. Also.
0: Yeah, he he might be playing on the World Cup for for all we know because he is he is in Europe right now, uh, together with with different national teams. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Now this is interesting. Who will have the best three point percentage last season? It was kcp and i said 100 attempts minimum because i don't want you know some some two-way guys sneaking in here so kcp was 42.3 mpj 41.4 jamal almost 40 39.8 jokic 38.3 and Aaron gordon 34.7 so lucas
3: Man, Jokic is so frustrating to predict because if he takes uh, the game seriously, I expect him to to be that guy. But if since we're talking regular season... Whatever, hater. Again, we already know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say MPJ, I guess, although the shot volume obviously hurts him. He didn't end the season in, in, in a good note in that regard, but I'm going to say MPJ.
0: No, he'll have a hundred attempts. Come on. Jordan... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think last year's leader would have been DeAndre, right? That's right, 100%. And
0: that one. was actually his uh, second three-pointer of his career, not <laughs> his first. Um, uh, man,
2: I think I might just go KCP
1: again.
0: Okay, I like this. I like. I mean, this. it's one of
2: those two guys, I think. so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably going to be KCP, but I'm going to choose MPJ because I want to hope that he's been in the gym fixing his his jumper all all summer and uh maybe maybe he has like a career year coming out of the gate next year he gets, you know shoots 44% or something
3: yeah, yeah just I... to be clear when i'm sorry for interrupting miloslav just to be clear when i mentioned shot volume i actually se- uh, said that it's harder for him because he shoots a lot you know it's, it might be uh, easier I mean, for the guys um, who shoot uh, four okay. maybe than for him who is kind of expected to take seven or eight threes a game. I think it's kind of a, maybe a bit tougher for him to to get a good percentage.
0: Yeah, he's tall enough to get everything he wants, I think. Sure. So so we'll see. Um, I, I wanted to predict here Jokic because, like, why, why not? Like, this is one thing he never did. So why not this? Did but he lead
1: I, in the playoffs for the team? I think team? he, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he, he did, did, yeah. He did, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But this is regular season. And actually, I don't predict it because he usually shoots threes when he's frustrated in the regular season. Like, <laughs> like a few you guys, you're not playing the right way. Here's the bomb from, <laughs> from 35 feet. So yeah. Okay. Now who will have the best box plus minus. And again, Jokic excluded because his <laughs> box plus minus last year was uh, 13. He's, he's the God of box. Plus <laughs> minus so this is interesting. Last year, Gordon was second with 2.1, Jamal 1.3, MPJ 0.2, and those were the only three guys in the plus. KCP was minus one, and Brown, uh, Christian Brown, was minus 2.4. So, who do we expect? You know the box plus minus, so it jabbles the the whole box score and tries to. To make Can one you actually member.
3: write whoever play, plays the most minute with Jokic? That's your answer, pick? just whoever plays the most with Jokic. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, is uh, the right answer. And just for the sake of arguing, I think that that guy might actually be Gordon, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Gordon?
2: I think I'm going to go Jamal on this one. I just think we're going to see him be a lot more efficient, and that's really what's mm-hmm. holding back that number for him. So,
0: yeah, if he if he ups his assists to like eight per game, I think he has a good chance of of mm-hmm. having a great box plus minus and what we need from from Jamal for sure.
1: Yeah, I'll Nick. go Jamal. Jamal also.
3: Yeah. Okay. For all the reasons yeah. you just said. Yeah, that. you're both
0: wrong, but <laughs> 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 let's hope you're right.
3: He'll play many minutes with the bench unit, I think, though. Don't you think? Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> why I didn't lean towards him. I don't know
0: yeah we will see we i
3: will
1: think see. you're i yeah i think your pick is the smart one i think i'm picking more off of like a, a projection of who what i'm hoping happens
0: yeah in hopes, hopes yeah. That that sounds, cool.
1: yeah honestly mpj
2: could be a like a sleeper pick there just because he shoots so well mm. and that's such a big factor in that number
0: that's true he he and jokic are like two guys with the best true shooting in the whole of league on on volume yeah. so yeah that's that makes sense. Okay, last question for this segment: Who will average the most points per game? And feel free to say whatever you want. So, Lucas,
3: I have to say Jokic. Just I don't want to to read that chart without his name on <laughs> on all the columns. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to pick Jokic. I think Jamal has a realistic chance, especially if Jokic is kind of wanting to lean back a little bit from the, on, in the scoring department. But uh, I picked Jokic just because of filling that chart with his name. I, I feel embarrassed.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good pick. Jordan? Um,
2: I think I got to go Jokic too. I kind of want to say Jamal, but I just think like Jokic might even take fewer shots, but somehow improve on that shooting percentage and, mm-hmm. and then
1: just score the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's Jokic for yeah. me too. I'm oh, sorry. Jokic, right? Yeah, Jokic for me too. It, it's too easy for him to score 20. I think that's the issue. Like exactly. Jamal, it takes him like a little bit more effort on a bad game. You know, Jokic, is just, he gets 20 just for like rolling out of bed. So. Yeah,
3: I watch games and sometimes we're in the middle of the second quarter and I and I think to myself, hey, Jokic is not doing much in this mm-hmm. game and they pull up the stats and they say he has 16 points already in the, yeah. in the second quarter and he's like, come on, man, I, I missed all of those. What
0: happened here? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You've been smart and for that, you deserve a short break. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. And now the segment I called Good Work Comrade, Not Great, Not Terrible, or We'll Drop Water on It Like <laughs> It's Forest Fire. <laughs> I guess you already recognized these quotes from the series Chernobyl. And what this segment is, is I will give you one NBA take or Nuggets take for next season. And it will be a good one. You tell me, good job, comrade. If it's up in the air, you tell me, not great, not terrible. And if it's a total nonsense, just tell me, we'll drop water on it like it's forest fire. I will leave this on the, on the screen so you remember which sentence you need to, to say. Okay. So, first take. And we will now start with Jordan. Jordan. Kendrick Perkins will ride with Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets from start to finish of the season.
2: Oh, we'll drop water on it like it's a forest fight. <laughs> that guy changes Why? his mind more than any politician I've ever seen. Like I just <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just, he, he rides the waves of the season. And like Jokic will have one bad game and he'll move on to the next guy and then find him again later after a 30, 20, 10 night. And yeah, it's just the way he is. So.
0: Yeah, let me present you with a scenario where that might not be the case. Like, what if the Nuggets are comfortably number one seed from the beginning to the end of the season? Like, they have a huge lead on on them. But then, if, like, Joel Embiid has 40 points on the Nuggets, you're probably right. He'll just go (laughs) back to... (laughs) He'll just flip.
1: Yeah, it'll be, oh, the Nuggets (laughs) are coasting. Look how lazy... (laughs) <laughs> Jokic is being because they're just dominating everyone too easily or whatever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and look at this serious dude. Yeah, outside. whereas
1: Embiid's really trying. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Any any other thoughts, or should we move? I think you should,
3: you have to move on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Perkins is, has already committed too far yeah, he... to his take of of Jokic not being that great. So he's, he's too hard. He's already it. too invested that he cannot backpedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he only has three firing neurons, so it like
1: <laughs> really expecting too much out of him, or or expecting any kind of consistency whatsoever is probably not smart.
0: Okay, Lucas, next take. Either the Lakers or the Warriors will completely miss the twenty twenty-four NBA playoffs. So they might drop get... water
3: on that. I don't
0: Oof. you're dropping water. Okay, Nick. What are you? Yeah, doing? which
1: I'm sorry, I missed what So Lakers
0: missed. and the Warriors. I either one of those teams missing, missing the, playoffs. the playoffs.
1: Oh either one. Uh it's not great. It's not terrible. Um because I can see a scenario where Le- LeBron or AD gets hurt. Weird. Right. And the Lakers are are scraping again for a, a playoff spot uh, a play in game spot, and they lose the play in game or something like that. I think that would that technically count as being out of the playoffs? I think so.
0: Yeah. If they don't, if you get don't to win this number yeah, seven seed or seven, eight seed, the play in game is part not of the playoffs. part of yeah. the playoffs, right? So, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Jordan? Yeah. I
2: think I got to go not great, not terrible, too, just because injury potential for both those teams is pretty high. Plus, there's the Chris Paul factor in Golden State.
0: So. I, I kind of think this is, this is good work, comrade, because there are so many, I don't want to say great teams in the West, because neither of them are in the Nuggets, but there is a lot of really good teams mm-hmm. out in the West, and some good teams are not making the playoffs this season. So if you give me two of those teams, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. Because either of those teams get to the plane, they'll probably find a way to get into the playoffs after that. But yeah, I think there is an outside chance that we won't see one of these teams in the playoffs. Lakers. Okay. <laughs> Take number three. This is one this one is from Nick. So Joel and Bede will finally get to the conference finals next season. Now, before you answer, I didn't say eastern conference finals i said conference finals so maybe he gets traded (laughs) out west to a better team i don't know
1: oh man the pot no okay well it's not great it's not terrible i it's certainly possible i'm pretty down on philly though i mean i don't what did they do this off like season they just they're just like yeah let's run it back that was the group like just run it back like what are we what are they doing um Harden's just getting older uh and he's 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 starting to start to fade. He's always been a terrible playoff performer. Um he's okay this year but not, you know, not not worth the money they pay him. Uh so I don't know. Like I don't yeah, I I and I don't think they did near enough to get over you know, a few other teams in the East. Um so yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of in the middle road there. I I wouldn't shock me but I wouldn't predict it.
0: Jordan, do you have something else?
1: Yeah, I, I would drop fire, uh,
2: water on that fire. Um, I mean, they don't yes. even know if they're going to have Harden. And, like, yeah. I, I don't know. That team's a mess, let's be honest. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: and their two best players were, right now are not playoffs. They were so
0: close, league. though. Yeah. I mean, yes. they were it's, close. It's so sad. So sad. Jimmy yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm crying inside. <laughs> <You're sad. laughs>
1: I really it would be really and like it's just a personal like joy of mine to watch them like not make the playoffs this next year just like totally implode and B just completely checks out. It would <laughs>
3: like, one of my goals for the season, yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll be rooting hard for that.
0: Okay, last one uh, for the general NBA. The OKC will have a better record than the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's start with with Lucas.
3: Ooh, good work comrade i'm much higher on on the thunder than i am on, on the pelicans and also Zion's uh, injury issues his commitment already in question and i think that's p- pretty close pretty borderline to being a lock. yeah
1: okay nick yeah Zion's fatter than me at this point i think so i <laughs> really not uh not too high on on them i don't i don't think uh I don't think he's a guy you can build around really for any kind of long term success. I think he's proving that. So, yeah, I take OKC.
0: Jordan? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think too I got have take.
2: No, I don't. I mean, I think it could go either way, but I think I lead towards OKC pretty easily. So,
0: well, what were they? I mean, they, if... they were like 38 wins last year, something like 42, that. 42, I think.
3: I think, no, 41. Sorry. I think they split it.
0: They've been really competitive
3: too, though. They're just, yeah. they're, they're a good young team. They will be better with, home, with uh, Chet as well. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, I can perfectly see. I don't know a three, they... four, five win leap from them. Well, which... they, were,
2: they were two yeah, games ahead. behind the Pelicans last year, so yeah, mm. it seems like it'd be a pretty easy swap there.
3: Yes. Yeah, so yeah if... I think the Pelican situation is going to blow up uh, this uh, this season if Zion cannot get it together. Yeah,
0: not a very hot take from me. Then okay, let's move to the Denver Nuggets now. Tell me, Nick. Mm -hmm. the Denver Nuggets will have its longest winning streak this season. Now, current record is 15 games in a row from 2012, 2013 in Jokic era. It is nine from last season. So do you expect them to have a longer streak than 15 this season? I don't know. I
1: I think that's kind of fluky, uh, those kinds of streaks um, and not necessarily a testament to how great your team is. I mean, I, you just need a lot to go right um, in the NBA for that kind of thing to happen. So I'd, I'd say probably no, but uh, I, it wouldn't shock me. Um, it, it wouldn't shock me at all to see to see the Nuggets really dominant this year. Um, I, but I can also see it going the other way. Like Lucas was talking about earlier, I could see it where they're going to go as hard as they're going to need to go. Like how, how, it's going to kind of depend on how hard they're being pushed. So we don't know. That's that's the kind of unknown is what the rest of the league does.
3: Yeah and also the schedule is a key factor here I think. There are there are some schedule wins and on and or losses for every team. Sometimes you get a lucky bounce here and there where you know you te- you get to host uh, obviously you're the champions but again every matchup is tough still. So sometimes you get to host I don't know the Celtics of uh, on in the second night of a back to back and that's obviously a schedule win they may might be even resting some guys so I, I'm in between here, but almost borderline no for me. What do you think, Jordan?
2: I think it's a no. I think the league's just too good to see really extended winning streaks anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the schedule really needs to break, break right? Because that 15-game that streak from 2013 actually happened in February, March, and April. So it was at the back end of the season when nobody was playing for anything or many teams weren't playing for anything so yeah that makes sense if it if it goes it's it's much much easier to say it will not happen so we'll drop water on it like it's forest fire okay um last two questions first the nuggets will have a top 9 defensive rating next season why i choose 9 it's because in the Jokic era, they have been 25th, 29, 23rd, 10th, 16th, 11th, 15th, and 15th. So, are they going to have the best defensive rating this season? You know, relatively speaking, to the to the to the rest of the league. Let's start with Jordan.
2: I think I gotta drop water on that one. I just, I think the way their defense functions, they just know they can turn it on and they won't do it all the time because it wears them out too much so i think we just know that they have it in them and we can trust that but i don't think we'll see it as consistently in the regular season
0: lucas
3: brown versus um reggie jackson also hurts you in this department i think so i drop water as well
0: Nick?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. This is a nuclear meltdown level now. Um, <laughs> this is, I think, their offense is should... too epic. It's it's too easy for them to win with offense. That's I think essentially what it comes down to. And if you can win, if you can win most nights with your offense, why are you going to exert the kind of defense you would need to get into the top ten? Like,
0: okay, now the question we've been all waiting for, Nick. Sir, the Denver Nuggets will win the twenty twenty four NBA championship.
1: Yes, obviously.
0: No, no, that's not the the answer I was <laughs>
1: Oh, right. Sorry. Uh what, what is it? It's Yes, good good work, comrade. <laughs> yes, yes. finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I worked really I hard I I'm case. standing there fully nude in front of the the, the mine site or whatever, the the dig. <laughs> um Oh, the dig. There's a we'll call out yeah. of the show. Um Yeah, no, I don't I don't think anybody did enough this offseason, not, not by a long shot to, to catch them. I think unless the Bruce Brown loss really hurts a lot more than we understood stand uh, sitting here today. I mean, it's going to hurt, but I, I think they can replace him with another Brown for one thing. Um, and some of these other guys, I think can kind of slot in to sort of do some similar things. And uh, yeah, I just, I think, I think the nuggets still have room to grow and get better. Also. I don't mm-hmm. think we're, this is like peak nuggets. Jordan. Yeah, good
2: work, comrade. Thank you. I, I mean, it's the NBA and things could change, but they're they should be the favorites, and I think they will be until well until they you know lose like three games in a row and everyone freaks out on them. But you know, we'll still consider them the favorites. So, yeah,
0: we need to be careful from that Houston, you know, away game <laughs> in in February. That's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> Lucas, <laughs> I'm.
3: I'm also good. Work, uh, comrade. Here, assuming over, obviously that everyone stays healthy, come playoff time. That's okay. obviously the key factor here. No, we would all change our take if uh, we miss a guy in the starting five. So, but assuming they're all staying healthy, I lean towards. Uh, I lean towards. Would work, comrade, as well. I think they're the favorites.
1: Phoenix is the most baffling one to me. I. I, I don't understand being like. Yeah, you know, we got eaten alive by Jokic. So what we need is another like like <laughs> <Mid-range>. high, yes, <laughs> mid range scorer. That that that's gonna get us over the top. It makes no sense whatsoever.
0: Excellent, excellent. Okay, we are ready for our last break, and then we'll do something exciting. Okay. I I announced before the show that we are gonna do the snake draft of Michael Malone. Quotes, But we will not do that today because uh, we've decided to to keep that for a a special occasion on this channel at at some point in the future. So before we do that, or instead of doing that, we'll do the segment I'm actually the most excited about. And it's a segment proposed by Jordan. I immediately loved it. So here it is. A big studio is making a Hollywood blockbuster about the first Nuggets NBA championship. We were called by the producers to do the casting for the director and all the main roles for the movie. So after we choose the director, we need to find the best actors that will portray, you know, Michael Malone, Calvin Booth, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and so on. So the movie name is Winning Time, The Rise of the Nuggets Dynasty. What's that? Oh no, no! Th- there is actually a, a TV show of a similar name. Okay, we'll we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. So <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, we'll see what will it be called. Okay, let's start. First, the director. Now, we did all of these together in our private chat before the show. We we done it actually for the throughout the whole week. So, I I wanted to pick this one. It's only because this is going to be an expensive movie, and we need a director that can bring a lot of revenue. And since Greta Gerwig did a really good job <laughs> with Barbie and she's really good when, when doing you know, the IP kind of movie, I think she would be a, a good bet. Do we have another uh, you know, idea for this role?
3: Can I mention real quick Joseph Kosinski? I think he's been a good blockbuster director of yeah. for the last few years with The Top Gun um, sequel. Also the I found the last mission impossible really really exciting as well. If we're talking blockbuster, I think he's the kind of the guy right now.
0: Listen, if Tom Cruise is playing Nikolai Jokic, then wow. I think I think <laughs> you're doing the right thing. Josh Kroenke. Yeah.
3: Why not give him Josh Cronky, uh, <laughs> The Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise is going to need like 2 foot
1: lifts. <laughs> <with> like... <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like four <laughs> eleven.
0: <laughs> okay, let's let's move past this evil evil joke. Okay, so Michael Malone. Now Michael Malone has so much personality we couldn't settle on one name. So I will Thanks. give you three, and you give me more if you would like. So first one, Bill Burr. I don't think <laughs> we don't need to. We need to ex- explain this too much, like. He has that intense energy in him. Another guy I would like to see here is Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. And guys, <laughs> imagine Michael Malone with this haircut. Yes. Now, that would be something <laughs> for the parade 2024, with right? With the
1: chains and everything. He just needs to lean into it this year. <laughs> yeah, for the
0: parade, he'll be perfect, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the third guy... Incredible we we all you know kind of uh, agreed on is nick offerman <laughs> like another guy another guy with that kind of uh, confidence i guess Towards everybody around. I'll Do th- we have I'll, another? I'll throw another out one,
1: yeah, one more moonshot. Uh, he might be busy, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from um, his character <laughs> in Wolf of Wall Street, I thought would work pretty <laughs> well. <laughs> well. A, especially yeah, with the, with the yeah, teeth especially and everything. parade. Yeah, with everything. yeah. <laughs> I
2: love how Nick just defines Michael Malone by his parade performance now. So. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's who he is to be now forever. Yeah. That's,
3: the, yeah. that's the sequence you got to nail. Yeah. yeah. And also,
0: he thinks we. We really have the unlimited budget. Unl- budget. Yeah, so, well, obviously yeah, we can do it, it all
1: imagine. in a- AI now.
0: Okay, Calvin Boot. Now we talked about Forrest Whitaker, and I think that's a pretty pretty good choice for him. But for this graphics here, I chose JB Smooth. I think <laughs> JB Smooth, and you re- you remember him from from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, but he is a brilliant comedian in in many other stuff as well. So I really like, he has that posture and that mm-hmm. that chillness, just like Calvin Booth. Do we have another idea here? Just for my The Wire quota,
3: I mentioned Wendell Pierce, <laughs> but just because mm-hmm. I love the show and I think oh, he has kind of the body type. He He was brilliant <laughs> in The Wire as well, so...
0: Yeah, you agree with Voya because Voya suggested like 17 different guys from the wire. <laughs> from the wire. So he <laughs> would actually just redo the wire in the nuggets <laughs> uniforms. Okay, let's let's go to the next one. Nikola Jokic. Now, this is interesting because we need a I guess a tall guy <laughs> that kind of looks Serbian, but you know he's an experienced actor. So of course we went with Boban Marjanovic, right? <laughs> so who else? Yeah. <laughs> well, how experience. many tall Serbian actors do you know? Yeah, <laughs> compared to Bono. but I I I'm here for for different ideas. Okay,
1: I have two options here. It depends on the director's vision for this role because I can envision a action movie version of this where Jokic is Dolph Lundgren. Okay, uh, <laughs> just straight from Rocky Four. Yeah. And we just we just move him right onto the court <laughs> where he just destroys people in basketball. Like it's like NBA Jam levels of like just absolute destruction, right? You
0: know what? When when there was that trash talk around him because they didn't want to give him the third MVP, I was so hoping for Jokic to turn into Dolph Lundgren <laughs> the court and like "F yeah. you, everybody!" But yeah. he didn't. He's just too kind for that. Uh, okay, but let's go for then? a more yeah, realistic
1: Nicholas. Jokic. Oh, just one other one. Sorry. Uh, more, no, no. more more realistic, real, realistic role, uh, Andrew Skarsgard I think would work pretty well. He's pretty tall; yeah. he's like six four, but but you mm. could
3: you play that up. That's a good shout, Nicholas. With uh, with the very, with the peak he went, he just wanted the sequence against uh, against the Morris twin. <laughs> <And he played laughs> That's right, it didn't happen show. this season, but he wanted that movie to happen. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you, you need something, you know, in the opening scene. So why not? Yeah, the okay, opening
1: well, scene is him boxing with one of the Morris brothers, <laughs> like in, in mid court. I'd watch this
3: movie. Strahinya and mania, uh, yeah. <laughs> working his shoulders in the timeout. <laughs> okay, let's move confident. on before
0: we before we get cancelled. Okay. Now Natalia Jokic. I didn't want to make this, you know, like all guys kind of kind of exercise. So for Natalia Jokic, we have a really, really good, good choice in Florence. Mm-hmm. And help me, it's is it Pooh? Pew, I pew, think, pew, right? Pew, yeah. pew. Yeah. Florence Pew. I believe. Okay, yeah. In, in case you don't know who this is, like although I, I, I like
1: Pug because she's kind of short and squatty too a little bit, <laughs> she <laughs> she's a star. prettier than a pug.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she is a, the the star of the 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 Natalia Romanov movie. What's what is it called? The the, the Black Widow. Uh,
3: Anastasia, you mean?
0: The 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 yeah, the Black Widow. Black Widow movie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Next one, Jamal Murray. Now this was a tough one. And I I like I banged my head throughout the week for this. And Jordan had a good idea. And it's John Boyega. Oh, yeah. With with his, you know, uh, smoothness and confidence. Do we have another choice? What about the weekend? He's gotten worked. into
3: acting in, mm. in in recent months. He's Canadian as well. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I also have a Canadian option. What about Drake? Oh, wow. I don't know if he
1: can act. But <laughs> what kind of
0: kind of looks you, like kinda, you I don't think know. there's something Drake cannot do? Come no, on, of course. Uh, yeah,
1: good point.
2: He got to start <laughs> acting. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: also Canadian.
0: Yeah, I was actually thinking about Drake and I said, no, let somebody else say say it. So yeah, <laughs> it, it worked perfectly for me. You let me follow the sword? <laughs> Next one, Aaron Gordon. And here, Lucas had a great idea, I think. It's young Jason Momoa. Oh, so we wow. needed somebody really handsome and really confident and Jason Momoa was here for Aaron Gordon. I have, we have seen a
1: picture of young Jason Momoa. That's incredible. So yeah, mm-hmm. I would pick that.
3: I think he, the resemblance is uh, he, pretty uncanny, if you ask me. Obviously, is yeah. very personal, but yeah. I was trying to and just honestly, think about
2: his.
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan.
2: Well, and honestly, the vibes are just
1: right with Chase Momoa, too.
2: So.
3: Exactly. Surfing vibe. <laughs> yeah, chill. Yeah. Totally.
1: Totally. The only one I came up with was a, was a de aged Will Smith, just for like the big smile. I don't know. Aaron Gordon <laughs> just got that kind of big, beautiful smile and kind of like big features.
0: Yeah, as long as we don't have Steven Adams on our movie, Jason Momoa is a perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally agree. Sure. Okay, next one, Michael Porter Jr. Now, before you give me some real answers, I said playing by himself because (laughs) I don't know, man. This guy is so special, so so uh, so unique. I I just couldn't find an actor. He'll definitely
3: embrace uh, the opportunity with all the uh, podcasting he's doing and all that. He'll definitely accept. Yeah. So I think that's a A good start.
1: Star turn.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Uh, the only, yeah,
1: Michael B. Jordan just for the name, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's the star
0: power too. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Cantevius Cavill Pope. Now, this was hard. And as I said, we have a lot of budget, so we have the CGI. We can make guys look younger. We can buff them up, like like what they did to Captain America in the in the you know the first Avenger. But they shrink, they shrank the the uh, what's the name of the actor uh, Chris Evans. But here we need to buck this guy up. And it's Snoop Dogg. Yes, that's my so ad also. The chillness of Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that's perfect. He just needs a little bit more muscle and a little bit less.
1: But I like him being age. high the entire time. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want him fully, fully baked. Like in every scene. Like even on the court. I I don't think you would you'd need
0: have a to, choice. So. You you would need to put that in contract for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, right, he will right. just show up. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, unless we have somebody else, let's let's move on. Bruce there Brown. Is, there
1: is another possible choice for that one.
0: Yeah, so Bruce Brown, I think that th- this is really interesting. So, I chose, well, we chose Donald Glover mm. because, you know, that guy has all the confidence in the world. He moves really smooth. Uh, Through through the air, and I think Donald Glover would be great. But if we have a silly look, also kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was hoping to find some some you know images of Donald Glover, you know, playing the banjo or something like that, (laughs) but I couldn't find that. So so I I had to go with the solo outfit.
1: Perfect.
3: Okay, great pick. Yeah, and
0: I think we have only one more, no, two more. So Christian Brown, now. This was tough because I knew I need to find, you know, a handsome blonde guy. And I picked Charlie Hannum. And I'm yeah, that's a good one. I'm I'm not great about I'm I mean I'm not really high on this pick, but I was afraid to Google for you know handsome blonde guys for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's just in the history, so who knows? So yeah, Charlie Instagram. Hunnam. Charlie here. Do we have another idea here? I
1: I'll throw one out, Miles Turner, maybe in his like kind of a uh, like like whiplash role.
0: You mean Teller, I guess. Uh, or Teller. Teller, I'm sorry,
1: yeah, yeah, Teller. <laughs> sorry, I misspoke. Yeah, yeah. Miles Teller.
3: Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. That's a good one, yeah.
1: something not about the blonde neck. But... I feel like he has kind of a wide neck too, kinda of like right. Christian Braun does. I don't think he's quite right. kind of buff, but yeah. He's not blonde. Yeah. But... Here we
2: go. Some of the guys that, that make sense that we think of as young are like way too old. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Charlie
1: Huddle's like late thirties already, I think. So. We can de-age everybody now, though. It's great.
2: Harrison yeah. Ford
0: we, we is can like. begin to like move, Jordan. Just if, if Harrison Ford can play Indiana <laughs> Jones, we can do anything. Yeah. Okay. Really? Last I... two. Oh, do we have mm. another? Or oh no, I just move?
1: I have a special one. I will throw in at the end.
0: Okay. But, yeah. Let's okay. do the. Let's do the. Last I agree. Two. Jeff Green, and this is George David Washington, and I think this is perfect. This is just like. When I see this guy star of Tenet, he is just he is just a perfect Jeff Green. And I even think that the age ages is good here as well. Do we okay. have another idea?
1: Totally fair. Hear me out for a second. Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> at his current age. <laughs> just playing Jeff Green. <laughs> no de-aging applied whatsoever.
3: No hair? Version. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: So he went from action to straight up comedy now, <laughs> right? With, right. With Samuel it's Jackson
1: an action, dunking on it a
0: funny comedy, yeah. <laughs> but maybe right. if Samuel L. Jackson plays both Jeff Green and the Jordan, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like two roles for him.
1: Totally. <sighs> okay. I wouldn't be shocked if Samuel Jackson could dunk right now. If I saw him do it like one time on a court, it would not it would not surprise me.
0: No, <laughs> no. This this is not something I expected to hear today. Okay. <laughs> Last guy, we need a villain. Bones Island. He is the closest thing to a villain in this this season we've had. So it wasn't a very, there, there wasn't a lot of turmoil in this this season. So, and I don't remember even whose idea this was, but it's perfect. It's cannot Jayden's the villain.
3: Just, sorry for for cutting you here. Cannot the villain be uh, the Mad Isvia? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, well, he, can be there, he can be there, you know, in in like like That's a sense. cameo, cameo, yeah, just playing himself. Yeah. yeah, it's like like one <laughs> Wow, but scene that, with this him. is a
3: good resemblance, big man for bones. Yeah, I really like it. I really like. It. It's also easy
2: really to dislike. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with this. So tell me nick you you wanted to give us a, i have a one special. yeah i
1: have a bonus one um so i'm gonna be in this movie okay um okay, also that's, that's and i'm gonna be playing jason kosmicky um <laughs> i've been getting this my whole life <laughs> that i look just like him so i don't the, uh, i don't know if you have a picture of cause you can put up for everybody he's the nuggets radio guy if you're not if you're not oh Of oh, yeah, yeah yeah. now i know okay <laughs> now i know now i know but i have been told like for the last like Fifteen years, and I look just
3: like him. So, and that's right, by the way. I didn't notice until you said it. But yeah, you <laughs> yeah, didn't, he, yeah. I look like him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's crying in the end while broadcasting the wind. So you have a picture ready, but yeah, yeah. I got, I got you a You need to more work beard. on your crying skills, though, right. for that the scene. Yeah. I, know. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think we did a good good job with this. This was this was actually pretty stressful because we we wanted to 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 do this the proper way. I mean, I was completely shooting from the hip when i started i was like okay let's let's do jamal with harrison ford because of you know his smoothness but yeah that doesn't make sense if you're trying to to make a uh you know action live action movie so yeah thank you very much for for hanging with us do we have some closing thoughts you want to 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 go out with
1: uh jokic isn't overrated <clears throat> i'll just end with that yeah
2: in fact, he might still be underrated, honestly. He, might, he
1: probably
0: is, yeah. Lucas, <laughs> you're muted.
3: I agree with you. I just wish uh, I could have personally watched this with either Rudy or, or Juancho still on the <laughs> on the team. They're still active and obviously would have gotten a lot more attention here in Spain. But yeah, just happy to be here, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for the opportunity.
0: Okay, and thank you to everybody that's stuck with us for the for these whole uh, sixty-two or whatever minutes. Uh, have a great weekend. Have a great week after that, and we'll talk again next weekend. get see.